Welcome to the NBA Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Al D. This is a show designed for aspiring current and former MBAs looking for advice on how you can grow your career through an MBA degree. During each episode, I'll talk to MBA students, graduates, and leaders about the MBA experience, navigating the workplace, and career development so you can learn how to develop and achieve your own version of career success through an MBA and beyond. Welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D. I'm the host of the MBA Insider Podcast and the founder of MBAschool.com. This special episode is produced in conjunction with the Texas McCombs School of Business. In this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Claudia Lara, who is a second-year MBA student in the class of 2023 at Texas McCombs, as well as Abby Pollard, the Director of Full-Time Career Education at Texas McCombs. This episode is all about how students navigate the career journey and achieve their desired career outcome, both for internship and full-time recruiting. In this episode, uh, we talked to both Claudia about her journey to McCombs, as well as how she navigated through the internship, recruiting, and career exploration process. And we also heard from Abby about how she and her team at McCombs really helped students navigate through that exploration all the way through recruiting to achieve their career goals. I think this is a really dynamic episode where we hear back and forth about how a student, as well as how the Career Center really work together to help students navigate their career choices and achieve their career goals. So make sure to listen in. All right. So Claudia and Abby, thank you so much for being here today on the NBA Insider Podcast. I'm excited to dig in. I want to start first with Claudia. So Claudia, you are a MBA student in the class of 2023 at McCombs. But I would love to know, what were you doing prior to going to business school? And why did you choose an MBA to begin with? Hi, Al. Thanks for having me in the podcast. But yeah, so I, before starting my McCombs journey, I was working in Silicon Valley. I started my career right at, right after undergrad at Georgia Tech with Cisco. I did that for two years. Then I moved on to an EV startup called Neo. And right after it IPO, I moved over to a fintech startup. And after doing that for t- about two years, I decided that I wanted to marry both my sustainability background and also get more of the financial skills in order for me to either go into consulting or go into more of a sustainability, clean tech company role and maybe like in a finance role of some type. But I wasn't really sure and I wanted to use my MBA to sort of navigate that. Thank you, Claudia. So Abby, I want to go over to you for a second. You are the director of full-time MBA career education and coaching at the Texas McComb School of Business. And I would love to know from you, what is your role and how do you help and coach students like Claudia in the MBA career search? Great. Well, thank you so much for having me, Al. It's a pleasure to be here and speak with you and Claudia today. So yes, I'm the director of a career education and coaching team here at Texas McCombs. I've been with Texas McCombs for over six and a half years now and with the MBA program, the full-time MBA program for about five years serving as a career coach. So I'm new to the director role just a couple of weeks into the job. And so now my role has shifted a bit and I'm really focused on building and supporting a team of career consultants in our mission to educate and support students as they go through their career journey and transition. But the, the essential role of what we do in terms of supporting students like Claudia is guiding them through the career exploration process and sort of identifying what are their core values and how do those relate to a particular career in terms of industry and function. So there's a lot of that exploratory piece. And then from there, we start to go into more execution mode. So preparing our students to be competitive in the job market 
everything from resumes all the way through fine-tuning interview skills, both from a behavioral perspective as well as from a technical perspective, and then going through kind of the offer evaluation process. So it's a comprehensive kind of career education that we provide and support along the way. So lots of one-on-one coaching, lots of workshops in group settings, and really we, we identify kind of an individual strategy to support each student's career aspirations that they'll work on throughout the two years in the program. So Claudia, I would love for you to reflect a little bit. Take us back to the beginning of your MBA experience in that first year. I know that you came in as wanting to switch careers, but did you know exactly what you wanted to recruit for for your summer internship? Or how did you initially explore the different opportunities that you wanted to evaluate? Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question just because I had no idea exactly where I wanted to land. As I mentioned in my introduction, I thought I wanted to do consulting or I wanted to go more into like clean tech startup or more like a robust sustainability or, or clean tech company. But I really wasn't sure what that was. And it was utilizing the, the tools and the community that we have at McCombs. I really want to stress how important it is. And I really love McCombs for that reason. I was able, right even before starting the fall, during the summer program, I'm part of the consortium program. And we were exposed to different industries, different alums. And I was able to go through that exploration early on. And once I started the fall semester, I was able to continue my dialogue with career fellows. So the second year, another point that I want to highlight is our career career fellows at McCombs. Like there's a second year, they have gone through the summer program. They've gone through obviously the interview programming. So they they have a lot of experience and like they provide one-on-one exposure. So I was really, really lucky to be able to have that support system and I was able to do that, the whole exploration and exposure to different fields. And then I decided I actually had a conversation with an alum that was working at an investment bank firm in Chicago called Marathon Capital. And he exposed me to this wonderful world of investment banking, but with a sustainability and a clean tech focus. And the more that I explore that subject, the more that I explore the fact that I really wanted to marry, that is exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to marry sustainability, my EV experience before, and then my electrical vehicle startup experience, and also the fintech startup that I that I mentioned before, and also utilizes the financial skills that I learned here in my, in my MBA program. I wanted to marry all of that together, and that was just so well blended, again, because of the community that we have. And I was able to take that on and practice for the interviews for the summer. So it sounds like you, Claudia, was able to really take advantage of a number of different resources, ranging from the people in the McCombs program, certainly the alums, and a number of the different workshops and other coaching aspects that McCombs and the Career Center offer. Abby, on your end, anything else you want to add or even from what you remember from Claudia's own career exploration process, or just anything you want to add from being in the career education side of the house? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, Claudia's story is somewhat similar to the story of a lot of our MBA students in a particular way. And that is, when you first start out on this journey, it can feel a little bit hard hard to navigate. And that's where the program comes in 
that's where the resources and support and our second year career fellows come in and then our supportive alumni community. Claudia was looking to make a big change. And the question that we hear a lot from students in some of those initial career advising meetings is, is this even possible? Can I move from being an engineer in a startup to making this pretty significant pivot? And, you know, we have a a really honest discussion with our students as to what does the job market look like for this particular industry and function? What does this path look like? What are the things that I need to do to make myself a competitive candidate? And the the great news, certainly for cleantech and sustainability-focused jobs right now, is there's a tremendous opportunity. We're just seeing continual growth in that space, and it's exciting to kind of build upon the momentum that we have in the program thus far in terms of programming like cleantech fellows. You know, we're getting ready to host Climate Cap in a couple weeks, which is super, super exciting. (laughs) But, you know, it's really about carving out what are the resources, experiences, skills, et cetera, that make sense for this particular student to lay the groundwork and and foundation to make this pivot. And so with Claudia, it was a matter of really deepening her knowledge in the clean tech space, but also getting her plugged into a lot of our investment banking resources, connecting her to our investment banking career fellows to give her that technical knowledge and support as she trained up for interviews. And so that conversation, it moves from the kind of theoretical of what could a career in this area look like to very tactical. And so we kind of go through that process together. And I think reflecting back on working with Claudia, she just did a great job of tapping into all of the resources And then once she kind of made that decision to go for this type of investment banking opportunity to kind of flex that focus on cleantech and sustainability in that particular way, then she went into execution mode of, okay, need to get up to speed on technical finance questions, need to really dig into my networking strategy and all of that. And so it's easy for me to sit back and and reflect from my point of view I think it went really well and went really smoothly and would say that she had tremendous success. I realize that, you know, from Claudia's point of view, it was a lot of hard work, I'm sure, to go through that rigorous recruitment process that fall semester. But I think she did a great job. Abby, I want to ask you a little bit further just about the career exploration process. I know that, as you mentioned, many students come into school with a desire to transition into a new career. Could you just talk a little bit more just about how you help students think about some of those shifts they want to make in terms of some people come in with a clear view of, I want to switch into this industry or this function. And other people have an idea that they want to shift into something new and they want to switch into something new, but they might need a little bit more time to explore and evaluate a couple options. And can you Talk a little bit more just about how you approach this with students in terms of helping them make sense of what do I want to pursue, just given just how fast sometimes things can move in the first year, and also just sometimes the overload that you can have from being exposed to so many great opportunities. Absolutely. The the sense of overload is real. I think that's probably happens at MBA programs across the country. I've certainly observed that. So in terms of facilitating that exploration process, I think that our approach really aligns nicely with 
sort of our mission at the school overall at Texas McCombs, which is to say that it is aligned to this human-centered, future-focused mentality. And what I mean by human-centered is, you know, there's there's lots of personality assessments and quizzes and different things that students can kind of engage in. And there's certainly a place for those as we're evaluating particular options. But we believe firmly that the best way to learn about a career path is really just to talk to someone. So taking a really human-centered approach. And so from the very start of the the program, as students are going through the pre-MBA career programming that we offer, there is an expectation that that student is going to very quickly start reaching out to current students in the program, to recent alums, and other folks in their network and have those networking conversations. There's certainly a lot of great resources out there to learn about a particular industry, career path, and that sort of thing. And we do offer those to students as resources, as kind of baseline reading and knowledge gathering. But then again, we really feel the best way to learn about a career path is to talk to someone directly. So we have a whole curriculum around building one's network. What does it mean to reach out to folks? How do you have a networking conversation? How do you follow up? What are the next steps? And so that is kind of the instruction that is given pre-program, and then that continues in the fall as students are engaging in the career class. But I will say that there is this pressure or this rush to decide on a path for particular industries or functions and less pressure and rush for others. And so what that means is that if a student is interested in, say, investment banking or consulting, that recruiting journey starts very, very early. And for some students, it starts really in the midsummer timeframe before the program, particularly if a student is involved in any sort of diversity organization like consortium or forte, you know, students really need to ramp up quickly. And so we communicate to students up front, like, hey, if you think you may be interested in banking or consulting, let's put you in touch with some resources start preparing now. You can reroute later on, but in order to be successful, most successful, and in order to give you all of the tools to make that pivot and break in, it really helps to start early for banking and consulting in particular. For other kind of industry or functional focus areas, it's a little bit of a slower exploratory period. Given what the student indicates on their admissions documents in terms of their interests, given what they let us know pre-program on their, via their resume as to you know what they want to go into, we will then route the conversation accordingly to facilitate getting up to speed very quickly when it comes to, again, banking and consulting or taking a little bit more of a leisurely approach. But those students who do ramp up quickly and set down that path even before the program, I think that ultimately those students have a lot of success because our core is very rigorous. Folks get very, very busy in the fall semester. And so that pre-work of self-reflection, networking, talking to a lot of alums or current students, that is extremely helpful. I think from my perspective, being able to look across this in a lot of different dimensions, I think one of the valuable things about working closely with your career center is the fact that they see this each and every year and they are able to pick up on repeatable and consistent patterns and practices 
for a lot of students. And so while every student is unique, I think one of the, the opportunities I see in the students who really do it well is they figure out the right ways to engage and work with a career center and to sort through some of these things. And so it's a good way to be focused on your individual pursuit while also being able to glean on some of those best practices so that you can be efficient with your time, particularly because in addition to the actual exploration phase, there's also the phase where you actually have to go out and recruit and start interviewing, which is actually where I want to go next. So Claudia, going back to you for a second, could you talk about what happened after you decided what you wanted to recruit for? How did you navigate through and go through all the resources to prepare for your interviews? navigate the internship recruiting process, and then all the way up to landing your internship. Could you share more about what that was like for you? What I do want to highlight is perhaps just being laser focused on the technicals and making sure that I put in the time to learn the technical aspect of the investment banking recruiting. Also, the second thing would be networking. And for me, that was very important. Again, like Avi mentioned, it's really good when you're able to like learn about what alums are doing and what their day-to-day like is and understanding more about what the work is entails. So having the opportunity to use that, hey, I'm exploring career. What is it like for you to work in investment banking, et cetera? So I think being able to do that and just being laser focused and having those conversations with various banks, being able to utilize career fellows. Once I was ready with my technicals, preparing and practicing with the second years was also super important for me. And of course, using Abby as a sounding board. And also she helped me with all my essays, also the application process and also interviewing preparations as well. Okay. So thank you, Claudia. So I'd love to maybe have you reflect again. Could you share a little bit about what you learned from the career exploration process as well as just the internship recruiting process? I know you invested a lot of time and energy and effort into that. And I would be curious to know what you took away from going through that experience. What I took away was how important and valuable community is for McCombs. And I was really impressed that alums were just happy to pick up the phone and answer the questions that you had and set up time to, you know, like do a coffee chat. Virtually was one of the key things that work for a lot of them. And before COVID, that wasn't really a thing, I believe. So I think like just being able to do that was great. And also using the resources here at McCombs and just being able to talk to second years and be able to like set up a calendar invite and having them just be open to do coffee chats was important for me. So with those two things, I knew that I wanted to do the same thing and I wanted to give back. And that's what I really wanted to do my second year and become a career fellow and also help the next wave of students. And I think that's the strong branding that McCombs has because of that community. Abby, and Yuren, anything you want to add just in terms of, you have the privilege of seeing these transformations of lots of students in terms of going through this, this process. And it certainly is incredibly rewarding, I think, for a lot of people. But you get the kind of the perspective of seeing just how they grow and how they developed. Anything you want to add just from the perspective that you have from seeing hundreds of students, if not thousands, go through these journeys? Sure. You know, not really a new point to add, but really just to elaborate on what Claudia said with regard to our career fellows. So I think this is definitely a, a unique value add of the program. We hire as part of our team every year somewhere around 50 career fellows to our team to work as peer advisors. So these are second year students that are then 
organized by industry or function area, a particular area of expertise to advise our first-year students. And we really position these second-year career fellows as experts. They're the ones that have gone through this rigorous recruiting cycle. They're the ones that have gone through the career exploration and can speak to the resources, how they prepared, anything that they would do differently around along the way. They're also in a position to help students, help the first years form smaller groups like interview pods. And so positioning these students really as the subject matter experts is really important, you know, because me as a career professional, you know, I haven't recruited for investment banking. I haven't actually recruited for consulting. But really, these these career fellows and what they bring to the table is service back to the community. And I think that that is one of the strongest pieces of our culture, this collaborative yet competitive culture and giving back to the community what you have taken from it and and then some. So, you know, like this orientation towards serving the community and continuing to make it more and more robust. And Claudia mentioned that as well as in terms of continuing on among our alumni. Our alumni are so generous with their time. It is such a strong alumni network. And I think it really stems from folks that we admit into the program, which is really human-centered folks who are willing to dig in and help. I mean, sure, we do have really bright, strategic thinkers, awesome students from an academic perspective. But I think that what separates us out as a program and makes us truly unique is that community culture and career fellows are certainly kind of an example of that. You know, I think the thing that stands out for me, at least, is that I think that sometimes we tend to think of careers as an individual sport, when in reality, it is a team one. And I think what you're bringing together and what you've put in terms of things like career fellows, as well as just the resources that you provide is your the encouragement to embrace the career process as a team sport as opposed to an individual one. And just while every individual's career is their own journey and, and meant to be driven by them, it is hard to go through a career search and to land a job or internship without the support of others. And what I'm seeing and hearing from Claudia's journey, as well as what you're telling me, Abby, leads me to believe that that really kind of rings true, at least in the way that you approach and design the program at Becomes. I love that metaphor. You know, we're all better when we work together. And I've seen that time and time again with our students. Claudia, we're going back to you for a second. So you've told us about your journey into school. You told us how you navigated the first and second semester of your first year to land that internship opportunity. So how did your internship go? What did you learn? And what do you hope to do after you graduate from McCombs? I had such a wonderful time during my summer internship. I know when I say that doing investment banking is kind of wild, but I did. The work and the people that I was able to surround myself in the summer were like fantastic. I had a thesis coming in to get my MBA that I wanted to marry both the clean tech sustainability and also the fintech side of things and marrying them into one. I didn't know what that was. And here I was in the summer doing that. I am really passionate about both sectors. And I was able to work during the summer doing exactly that with like-minded people. And I was able to just learn from managing directors, from 
all the investment bankers and also from the summer interns. So I, I was really well-rounded summer internship, not only from like a technical standpoint, but also from just learning about the sector. And luckily, um, the IRA passed while I was there in the summer. So that was also like huge for the clean tech sector. To answer the second question, what are you doing after I graduate? So I was really fortunate to get a return offer and I will be going back to Marathon Capital in June of this year. Well, that's exciting. So congratulations. And again, I, I love having you kind of reflect on these opportunities and these experiences that you've had. So Claudia, could you share, as you think about going through this career exploration, this internship opportunity, being able to start to transition into a new industry or field, how do you think you've developed or grown as a person over the past year and a half or so? And how do you feel that you know, McCombs and this MBA experience has really prepared you for that next step in your career? Just like we've mentioned before, being having like a team mentality, I think has been something that I've learned. In my opinion, like coming to, to McCombs has opened my eyes to like this huge network of alumni and obviously like second years. And I think like I want to continue to grow that network and help others. So I, I think like that's one of the key things that I've taken and how I've developed and grown as a person. And McCombs has prepared me for my next step in my career. We have a fantastic career advisor that works with other international universities. And Debbie has been a huge support in my career because I'm actually taking this Paul from Copenhagen, and that was one of my other dreams coming into doing my MBA. I wanted to live abroad or study abroad, and I actually was able to do that, and I'm really happy that I'm here in Copenhagen again, taking on more of that sustainability head-on and learning from you know the number one sustainability country that there is. So I'm really happy that McCombs allowed me to, to have that opportunity. It sounds like a, a, certainly a lot of learnings. And Abby, on your end, anything else you want to add just about being able to watch and observe Claudia navigate from the beginning of her time as a first year to the transformation she's had while in her time in McCombs? One thing that comes to mind, which I don't think that we've gone into much detail, was a really cool event that Claudia developed called Swap and So. So Claudia, as the sustainability rep on our student government committee, student government group, our graduate business council. She came up with this really creative and fun event. And it was just wonderful to see her kind of dig into this community, collaborate with other student organizations, and add something new of tremendous value to our community. So this Swap and Sew event, I'll let Claudia offer up the details, but it's essentially thinking about the circular economy and what we can do to drive sustainability in terms of the choices we make as consumers with our clothing choices. This particular event brought in some really awesome guest speakers, some women who are doing some really interesting things in the startup space. So I'll let Claudia add on to that, but I did want to just highlight it because I thought it was such a unique, cool event that she started. And can see it lasting. It'll be sustainable for, for the future at McCombs as a really, just a really great event. So I'll, I'll let Claudia speak more about it. Oh, thank you so much, Abby. So happy that you mentioned Swap and Sew because it was my baby. I actually was really fortunate to be able to co-lead with my friend, 
Aliyah, and she was part of the Graduate with Women in Business Club. And we both had this idea of doing something fun for the community. For the Graduate Business Council as a sustainability rep, I ran my platform as sort of like reducing our carbon footprint as a student body. And I just really wanted to do something that was actionable. And I wanted to do an event that was meaningful, actionable, and that everyone can partake on. Leah also wanted to do that for the Graduate Women in Business. And we joined forces and we did the first event in the spring of last year, so a year ago. And we had two speakers, big names, REI, and also Thoreau, which is sort of like an REI startup. We had a really good turnaround. People really love it and loved it. And we decided to do it one more time in the fall just so we can have the first years get to partake and also take it on for the following semester. So I'm really happy, Abby, that you mentioned that is going to have a sustainable growth because I would love for that to be the case. And this is sort of like my mark here at McCombs. Okay, as we wrap up here after hearing a little bit more just about Claudia's journey throughout her time at McCombs to getting towards that desired career outcome and Abby giving great perspective just around how the Career Center McCombs really helps their students navigate towards their desired career goals. Abby, I'd love to know from you, what advice do you have for prospective MBA students who are considering an MBA? You know, How should they think about a specific school or evaluate schools given their own career ambitions or career aspirations? Another unique thing about Texas McCombs is that we have such diversity in terms of the types of career paths our students engage in. So we're not just a consulting school. We're not just a tech school or a banking school. There's really a lot of diversity there in terms of what we offer to students and support for these various career paths. So we can help a student kind of navigate whatever their career journey might look like. And just to plug clean tech and sustainability, definitely a lot of energy and excitement around careers in that path, tremendous opportunity for growth and the, the job market, you know, looks really healthy for that particular sector. So if you're interested in clean tech and sustainability, that kind of sector, come see us, come talk to us. I think we're quickly kind of developing a reputation among business schools for being one of the foremost programs in that area. But to answer your question, Al, I think I think it's just really important to identify with the community of your business school program. A student is going to be spending two years of their life invested in in not just their academic programming and their career, but but really meeting a ton of new people and making a ton of new friends. And it's this unique time period. And so I would say the most important thing for any MBA student is really to evaluate a program holistically and especially in terms of the culture and then that community that the program provides. There's tons of programs out there that certainly have great academics, great programming in place, and I would certainly put McCombs up there with any one of them. But the community aspect of it and kind of identifying where a student really feels like they can be most comfortable and thrive and kind of bring their whole self to the program, that's an important consideration and one that I would encourage any MBA student to to seriously consider as they're weighing their options. Okay, and last but not least, Claudia, what advice do you have for prospective MBA students who are considering an MBA? 
how should they evaluate schools or opportunities just based on their own career aspirations? Just to add on to what Abby mentioned, I what I did was do like a pros and cons. And I think valuing those pros and cons, you will quickly see that community and being able to talk to alums as easily as just picking up the phone or emailing them. Like I mentioned previously, is one of the key takeaways. So I will say that if if the programs that you're speaking to, if the students are telling you like this is as easy as me as to connect to like alumni or or second years, I think like that will be something that I will value more. Also, the city Austin is a fabulous city to be in. We're next to the lake. The summer is great and just summer all year round. <laughs> so going around the lake and being in the water is awesome as well. And I think the third thing is clean tech is growing a lot, especially now that the RE passed the Inflection Reduction Act last year. So I think there's a huge momentum and we have a lot of potential to grow that space. So here Emma Combs, we have great programming for that as well. And there's all their other organizations and other clubs that are also tapping into the clean tech space. So I think McCombs overall has those three things for it. Hi, everyone. LD here. And thank you so much for listening to the MBA Insider Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and to write a review. It will only take 15 seconds. I'd also love to hear what you've been listening to on the podcast and any suggestions you have for how we can improve. Find me on LinkedIn or head over to mbaschooled.com backslash podcast.